This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Stand by, Rutherford County. The WGNS Action Line continues a search for truth. To you from WGNS. This morning we're going to learn some fun things to do. We're in that fun time of the year, the good time to go outside and enjoy yourself. And Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department, they make it possible for us to enjoy some outdoor activities. Lots of fun things out there. Visiting with us this morning, we have Assistant Directors Thomas Laird. Thomas, good morning to you. Good morning, Bart. How Rachel are you, Singer is also here with us. Hey, Good Rachel. morning. Good to have both of you with us today. This is the fun time. I won't. I started to say the most fun time, but <laughs> I find some fun things to do pretty much all through the year. And Murfreesboro Parks and Rec are right in the center of that. But especially this time of the year, with the greenways and uh, the parks and, and the river and uh, just so just much uh, kayaking, canoeing. In fact, you've got a kayak float coming up. So two of them. Didn't we do. That's through Outdoor Murfreesboro, and uh, they always put on a great program. Um, we get lots and lots of phone calls, people wanting to know, you know, how to kayak, where to kayak, how do they get a kayak. Um, and so Outdoor Murfreesboro is able to provide all that for them. Super easy instruction, um, brings the kayak, the PFD, the paddle, the guides. Um, it, it makes for a really good trip. And if you're afraid of water and things of that, the water's low right now. So kayaking is uh, is really easy. You're not going to hurt yourself. <laughs> so you always have to be respectful of the water is what That's we right. tell people for sure. Um, and, and all of that is part of the education that we incorporate in all of our kayak programs um, because especially the Stones River gets a little flashy. Uh, so a lot of times people get a little complacent and say, oh, that's, you know, just flat water. I can stand. Um, but we always try to kind of bring that, that safety element in. Um, but, yes, it is pretty low right now, as and that's what it does uh, this time of year. So I think uh, what they will probably do is go more towards the lake. Um, we utilize a couple of boat ramps where there will definitely be water. Now, you, if you don't have a kayak or a canoe, uh, can you help us? We can. So that's part of the program um, is that we do provide all of the equipment, including the, the watercraft. Uh, we also do get a lot of com- phone calls that people just want to rent kayaks. And so Murfreesboro Parks and Rec doesn't quite do that yet. Um, but there are some opportunities around town that, um, that we try to connect people if they're just wanting to do it on their own um, but looking for a boat. And the uh, trailheads are perfect places to use these kayaks and canoes. Is there one that's preferable to another, or do they both work well, or what? They do. So, and it, again, depends on the water levels. Um, and a phone call up to the wilderness station, you can talk to somebody because, you know, the water levels are always fluctuating, um, which makes 
hazards or um, where it's not quite as a memorable float. It might be memorable, but, um, you know, not Whoa. quite enjoyable. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the staff at Outdoor Murfreesboro can help walk through people, you know, uh, tell them the best place to go. But along our greenway, we have from Manson Pike to Thompson Lane is our designated blue trail. Um, and so both of those trail trailheads have the boat ramp where it makes it really easy to load and unload um, and get in and out of the river. Now, when you say blue trail, is that for safety or is it uh, blue because you'll be black and blue? When you <laughs> it's <laughs> blue because it's the water. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, um, the blue way, yes. Right. Okay. <laughs> Rachel, uh, I'm sure a lot of people are on the greenway. Can you explain a little bit about what's going on with the river? Because right now it looks like it's covered in moss. Mm-hmm. Uh, so maybe yeah. you can explain what's happening there. Sure. And that's part of our uh, Stones River ecosystem. Um, it's it's the way that the river runs. Um, you know, again, it gets kind of high levels and then super stagnant low levels. So around this time, we also have a lot of kind of underwater feature under, you know, where the water disappears underground. Um, and, it, and it makes it hard for the, the river to stay um, enough water in it. So a lot of times that contributes to the moss, just kind of the, the slow, stagnant water. Um, when we get the rains of the fall, it'll wash down and, and be beautiful. Now, one thing that's interesting in walking the greenways, there are two greenways where the river looks like you're in one part of the world and then you're in another part. Yeah. Uh, the area over around Walter Hill has some pretty good cliffs and things of that sort. Total different look from what you find at, at any of the other trailheads. Tell us a little about that and why people would enjoy really both of them. Yeah, both are really great. Um, so we have the West Fork of the Stones River and the East Fork of the Stones River. Um, it's the same river system, but it's almost two separate rivers. And so the, the section of Walter Hill uh, going further down is actually the East Fork. Um, and along there, you're going to find a lot of bluffs. It originates in Woodbury, so it comes off of the, the hill there, um, and it goes through a lot of bluffs and kind of more rural areas. Um, but it's a whole different rivering system. And then we have the West Fork, which probably most people are a little more familiar just because our greenway runs through the West Fork. So we don't currently, well, I was going to say we don't have any greenway on the East Fork, but we do um, the, the section, the standalone section from Walter Hill to Central Valley. Um, but the West Fork is a little bit flatter, goes through our urban areas, so you get a little bit different feel. And I understand that there are some sightings of eagles in especially the Walter Hill area. It is. It's really exciting. Those, you know, the eagles have come back. It's, it's a great success story um, throughout, throughout America, really. Um, but it's, it's neat because um, they're a lot more... Um, easy to see now um so yeah there's a nesting pair in north murfreesboro they're on private property we have a couple nesting pairs actually do they realize they're on property (laughs) i don't think they do i don't think they care (laughs) so can you see them from uh from the greenway you can't see their nest but you they frequent um that area flying over so um it's it's kind of i won't say it's a common sight but we have more and more people um, being able to sight them that is so great and if you were going to take some pictures of the first of all get a lens that you can i mean you don't have to have an elaborate lens but one that can take a distant shot when is the best time to get pictures have you ever tried 
you know what? I'm not a photographer. Um, but, you know, in, in talking with some different photographers, I know that it's difficult um, when there's leaves on the trees. So in the winter, we do have our eagles. They stay. Um, so if you're trying to photograph eagles, I would say winter is your best bet um, just because you don't, you don't have the interference with the leaves. Okay. So uh, those are some things you can be doing. And uh, go out and enjoy yourself. Bring the whole family. Right. And uh, can you take picnics uh, on the Greenway? <coughs> Absolutely. Or do you, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yep. And there's places family to Family fun. Family Absolutely. fun. Yes. Yeah. Now, what about, uh, Thomas, I understand uh, you're quite a fancier of disc golf. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are. You know, honestly, actually, they have a, a tournament this weekend. The you're local, kidding. The end of the month. uh uh, last Saturday of the month tournament, so a lot of locals come in. And, you know, the thing about this is when people come out and play disc golf and I think, well, I'm not good enough for a tournament, but they have different divisions for all skill levels. Uh, it's amazing how many new players we have since the pandemic hit. Uh, and the disc golf course is obviously a good social distancing uh, activity. So we have a ton of, of new players that just started with the game and stuff so that end of the month is a great way for them to meet other people and to, you know, get some instruction to play with some of the better players so that they can play. Uh, but it's been extremely popular over the last several months. Is it getting as popular as golf? I mean, this, I, basically you know, the is, idea is the same. Uh, the sport itself has really grown. Believe it or not, there are guys that made a little over $80,000 a year last year playing this really? golf. So there are pr- traveling pros uh, there's more and more tournaments. I know when I first started uh, 15, 20 years ago, you had to uh, coordinate your tournaments so that they were, you didn't have two tournaments within 500 feet apart or 500 miles apart, so everybody would have a chance to go. And now they've reduced that down to about a 150 mile radius. So uh, it's something to go to every week, and it's really taken off on the competitive level. Now, tell us about the tournament here, because uh, I think a lot right. of people would and like we, to see it. We say it's a tournament, but it, it's just a – It's it, they, we have it once a month. A local club runs it, and it's just one round at Barfield. And, you know, it, I think it's 5 $6 to enter. You win prizes. Uh, but the main thing is it's a chance to get out and meet other players and, and get involved on the competitive aspect. Uh, and there will be guys entered there that – some per, lo, local pros that throw really well and then there's other guys that you know they haven't been playing but a few months but they enjoy competing now you throw the disc uh, at a at a cage like right. a whole <laughs> it's, it's the same idea with the golf well, same same principle as ball golf uh, or traditional golf uh, except you use frisbees uh, and instead of a hole they have what they call a uh, basket or a pole hole which is a pole with chains hanging down and a basket underneath. So when you hit the chains, it falls into the basket. Uh, that's the idea, anyway. That, that's it. That's it. Uh, now, you've gotten pretty good at that. This. One's, oh, I wouldn't say that. I think I've just played for a long time. <laughs> but my, fun, my son really got into it uh, over the last several months since he came home from college. So that's been fun. It's a great family activity uh, because the, the best thing about that is it's not expensive. All you need is one disc to play. Uh, and it really has no restrictions in terms of age or uh, body type. Uh, everyone can get out and do it. And, you know, it's a way to get in, get outside, get in nature. Uh, we have a good, I think there's a good partnership or good blend where the, the disc golf community respects nature. 
uh, and uh, the outdoor folks they they utilize some of those paths and trails uh so it's a it's a good community out there everyone seems to get along and share the natural resources together now does it cost to play disc it does not it's a free activity that's open to the public uh and so it's at barfield crescent park you know honestly you can go there at barfield there's a lot you can do believe it you can enter the greenway there we've got a new uh north our, our new connection to our uh, the south end is it, and and it's a beautiful what four mile stretch. It connects to the the rest of the greenway, and, and if you haven't come out and walked that portion of the greenway, it's it's phenomenal. Uh, of course, the disc golf course is there, the baseball softball fields, uh, wilderness station bar, and now the newest at Barfield Crescent Park is mountain bike trail. So, uh, Mount Barfield Crescent Park has something for everyone it's our biggest park it is it's it's i found it awesome in that barfield crescent park is what three four hundred about four hundred acres uh and central park in new york is only 800 acres so people think in perspective central park well barfield is half the size of central park the largest uh park in that area so Hmm. it's very rare for a municipality of to have a park of that size usually that's state parks or or some other type of government uh, or national park Uh, but for a local city to have some of the things that we have it it really does say a lot about the emphasis uh, that our leaders city leaders put on parks and recreation because we have facilities that can't be found in other areas of the state beautiful beautiful facilities check them out and uh check out uh disc golf now if you don't have a disc if you don't you can buy one at the wilderness station they'll be glad to sell you a disc and it only takes one to play so they also rent the discs so you could check them out for a day now are they different from uh other discs they are it's much different than a, a frisbee uh type disc they're they're a little more streamlined uh sharper edges uh, and actually, believe it or not, there's a different disc for every shot. Just like in ball golf, there's a different club to hit the ball. Uh, there's some that go straight, some that go right, some go left. Some fly better uh, in the wind, some fly better in the tailwind. Uh, so once you get started, most everyone that gets started, they they very quickly move to more discs than just the one. Uh, but you can have just one disc and go play. And like when my family goes, we my son and I go play, and we play doubles, and we match up. My wife and I take on my son and my daughter, which my my daughter, she th- just throws the one disc, and my mm-hmm. wife just yeah. throws the one disc. Uh, but it's such a fun family activity. Now, you mentioned several different discs. Uh, is it you, a different disc for how far you are from the hole or from the cage, rather? A little bit. There's a putter, a mid-range driver, fairway drivers, uh, like I say, for each shot, there's a, dev- a different disc to, to kind of help accommodate. How many holes or cages do you have at Barfield? Well, there's 18 holes. It's tradi- so it's a regular It's size. like a traditional golf course. It's 18 holes there at Barfield. Uh, and then there's a – Smyrna actually has a course, and then there's several private courses throughout the community. Uh, so here in Murfreesboro, in this immediate area, there's three or four different courses uh, that one could play – uh, one of the churches has a course, and I think Oakland Middle had a, a course at one time. So it's gotten very popular. So if you want to learn more about this, check with the folks at the Wilderness Station. Absolutely. 
Do you have books on how to do it and things like uh, that? that? It's the internet, Bart. Okay, <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> the, I'll, I'll catch you can, up. I, I think the YouTube videos, they do have YouTube videos for just about everything, but disc golf included. Uh, I'm kind of, I guess I've gotten kind of behind the times. My son's constantly watching stuff. I'm like, well, what is that? And he says, well, this is a disc golf tournament up north, and I, I could imagine how to pull that up. <laughs> but. Now, is it more popular in one part of the country than the other, or is it you know, I don't. I'm not sure. I don't think it's uh, geographically because it's a sport that can be played anywhere. Um, you know, there's open courses, there's courses in the woods, there's courses in the the thing a lot of cities capitalize is if you have a piece of land that's not really good for walking trails or not you know a building site uh a lot of times it's in bottom land or or hilly land hillsides uh those are some of those terrain elements that make disc golf appealing or a disc golf course location appealing where for other things it's maybe not so appealing so uh that's probably the biggest reason for the growth is most communities around uh, this area and all over the country has taken land that they couldn't otherwise use and uh, and put a disc golf course there, and now it's a, a part of their park system that's being utilized. Okay, so check out Disc Golf, and that's uh, over at Barfield Park, and enjoy yourself. Enjoy the Greenway, too, from there, and brand new one, now open over there. Right. Sounds like a winner. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment. We'll be back after checking the traffic and weather and continue the conversation about the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Let me mention this. If you have a question or if you have a comment, maybe you've been getting pictures of the Eagles. Maybe you've walked on that new section of the Greenway. Give us a shout. 615-893-1450. You can talk or text on that number. 615-893-1450. We're getting controversial now. We bring people to know you, and you know them. People like Truman Jones. Weekday mornings at 9, only on WGNS. AM, FM, online. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's Restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we have been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand-washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Hi, this is Dan with Music World and Drummer's Den. I'm the guitar tech here. We're a pretty well-rounded music store. We have every guitar, keyboard, drum that you might be looking for. Parts are available, strings, accessories. We also have lessons, $25 for a half hour of keys, anything with strings and drums. It's all here, Music World and Drummer's Den. We're your hometown music store. Music World and Drummer's Den, 2762 South Church, right across from Indian Hills Golf Course. 
Good morning. It's heavy, but it's moving fairly decent. 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. There's still a lot of traffic right now on 41 coming inbound Murfreesboro Pike. This traffic's still not too bad as you head over towards Franklin Williamson County on a 40. Just watch your speed. Hey, Dr. Byron Bush, the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Thank you, Chuck. What about that Murfreesboro weather brought to you by First National Bank of Murfreesboro. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing at a high in the low 90s. West winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 75. COVID-19 has changed our world. And First National Bank of Murfreesboro is here to help you. Scams steal your money. I'm Shelly Rigsby, manager of First National Bank of Murfreesboro. And I'm Amanda Gentry. Don't give your personal information to people you don't know, even if they say they're the police, IRS, or anyone. For financial guidance, get with First National Bank of Murfreesboro, 2230 Mercury Boulevard. Member FDIC. Rutherford Issues with Brian Barrett. Weekday mornings at 10. WGNS, your good neighbor station. Rutherford County's place to talk. Welcome back. Our phone number is 615-893-1450. We're talking this morning about the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Visiting with us today, Assistant Directors Rachel Singer and Thomas Laird. That number again, 615-893-1450. want to ask you something right now. Uh, how do you feel about two for $3 Lay's or Cheetos? What about regular M&M's for only a dollar? Not bad, huh? Well, you need to head over to Mapco for some sweet deals right now. You'll be surprised how many ways there are to get savings every day at Mapco. And don't forget to download their My Rewards mobile app to earn extra points to use toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks and even fuel. Yeah, how about that? The app is available for both iPhones and Androids. Get into the habit. Stop by and save at the local Mapco today. Our phone number again, 615-893-1450. We're talking about the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. And we're getting close to football season. Everybody's talking about it. High school, the whole bit. Uh, and football has always been a big part of Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Will we have football this year? <laughs> we certainly hope so. But okay. as you know, this time uh, uh, or in this era, there are no guarantees with anything. Uh, we're honestly following the uh, TWSAA guidelines. So we're taking registration for both tackle football and flag football. We offer flag football for ages 5 and 6, 7 and 8. Uh, and then we offer tackle for 9 and 10, 11 and 12s. And However, this year with the current situation, uh, based on the, the registration numbers, we may go to all tackle, I mean all flag football, and and uh, and switch that over. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're just kind of waiting to see how 
comfortable families are, parents are, registering their kids to begin with. Uh, but we will try to offer it uh, at going forward. Now, right now, the I guess the TWSAA has scheduled to start practices on August 10th, so we'll start conditioning soon after that. Uh, but if the TWSAA, they meet later in the week, and if they decide to move that back, uh, we'll we'll move our start of our season back along with the, what the TWSAA does. So, uh, but we offer youth football ages 12 and under, and you know, go ahead and sign up. And we're so gonna, you are signing up now. We are doing registration now. You can register at Sportscom Patterson McFadden Community Center or online through MurfreesboroTN.gov. Now, how long do you have to sign up? What's the sign-up period? Well, typically we'll register all the way up until the first week of games. Uh, so, because a lot of times kids sign up, they go to practice the first week, they go back to school, or they go back to the neighborhood and tell kids, hey, I've been playing football. And then we have parents call and say, hey, I didn't know that we were doing this. So, we do registration throughout the summer, uh, and we will run registration through the month of August right now for sure. But you can always call the athletic office if you have questions or if you uh, didn't get in, if you missed a registration point. Our staff is really good at being flexible and trying to offer those opportunities to everybody. Uh, they realize that it's not a eight-year-old's fault that mom and dad didn't come in and register. So we try to uh, make accommodations. I know it makes it a little harder on scheduling and the things we do. Uh, but we certainly want to make sure everybody has a chance to play. Now, what about cheerleaders? You you, you need cheerleaders. We need with the football cheerleaders, team. absolutely. And we're taking cheerleading registration uh, the same time we are for football. Uh, believe it or not, we have a phenomenal cheerleading program, uh, and uh, we have uh, uh, staff members that help them to teach them not just cartwheels and and cheers, but they also learn dance routines. Uh, they get a full experience of what it's like uh, to be a cheerleader. I encourage parents who think their daughter might want to go on and do competitive cheer to do the recreational cheer uh, first. Make sure that that's what that's their niche, uh, and they'll get a little bit of everything that's involved in cheer, from yeah. tumbling uh, to the dance, and also, of course, cheering for the football teams. My daughter was a cheerleader w- with that program. And it was always fun because uh, you, you'd have two groups. You'd have the parents of the cheerleaders right. and the parents of the football players, and they would sit in separate bleachers, it right. seemed. And, and, and the cheerleaders would be over there cheering, had no clue what they were cheering about, <laughs> and uh, they might be cheering and somebody just made a fumble out there. Right. <laughs> but they were cheering. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But that's um, what you got to learn. Yeah, yeah. It, it, well, and... To, to support a team, that's part of being a cheerleader. So that's one of the elements that's unique about this program. It's not just dance routines and cheers. Uh, they're supporting a team. We've, they've even connected that more. Uh, oftentimes, the, the cheerleaders make the banners for the team to run through before the game. So uh, that adds another element to it that, that helps connect the two together. So those are things you need to be thinking about cheerleaders and football players what age football group are you cheerleading. looking for so we take we have football for ages 5 to 12 uh, and we offer cheerleading for the same age group so 12 and under cheerleading and football okay now something else that's just around the everything's around the corner everything's right now. coming around the corner the greenway arts festival and uh, I understand that uh, that's going to be a, a big one this year. 
Yes, but we're going to do it a little different. So um, if you've never been to the Greenway Art Festival, it's, it's such a great event. Um, we, the last several years, we've had it at Old Fort Park. Um, we have, you know, around 75 artists, local artists that come and set up and, um, you know, sell their art. It's always just a, a, a really big event, um, nice community spirit and stuff. Um, it is a juried show, so, you know, the quality is really good. Um, I, I enjoy it a lot just seeing all the different art, uh, the artists. But this year, due to everything, we just didn't feel like we could do this event safely. So we went ahead and changed it to a virtual option, but I'm pretty excited about it. Of course, it's not going to have the same feel of that community spirit and, um, you know, meeting the artists in person. But I think for this year, it's going to be really great. Um, so it's still juried. So, you know, if, if an artist wants to participate, they still go through the same process. Um, once they're accepted, um, we're going to put an ebook together. And so it'll have the artist um, biography in it, and then it'll have several pieces. It'll have an artist statement, um, and we're going to push that out to the community. And so you can actually, you know, purchase art through that way, um, get a lot of exposure for these local artists, and, and not just have to do away with the event altogether this year. Um, but I really foresee this happening. Hopefully, we can keep this ebook going, um, and then when we are able to come back in person, hopefully next year, um, to have that as a as as an extra option to have that ebook. So when you say it's a virtual option, uh, it's not an option of do you want to go virtually or do you want to go in no. person. No, it's, it's all <laughs> not virtual. That type of option. It <laughs> okay. is all it is all virtual. Um, so it will run from September nineteenth through October first, and it'll be on our our city webpage. Um, but anybody can go and look up that ebook um, and kind of shop through on their on their computer. Now, once you buy some, let's say you bought something on September the 19th, the first day of the show, mm -hmm. would you be able to get that item or do you have to wait until October the 1st before, I mean, because once you pull, when you pull it off, when you buy it, right. does the picture go away and you don't get to see it? Um, you know, I'm not sure how that's going to work, um, but, but we'll have some kind of designation that it's not for sale anymore. <laughs> okay, so that's, uh, that's a new way to do that. A lot of new ways right. doing things these years. <laughs> uh, we may have virtual football and pretend that we're playing. I I, maybe. Or maybe just have the kids out there. And, you know, we, we've said years and years ago, things are much better now, but it, there was a time when we said, we wish we could just get the kids and make the parents stay at home. So... <laughs> I've been to some uh, ball games like that. Oh, yeah. The, the parents get really involved in sometimes the wrong way. Uh, so the Greenway Arts Festival will be virtual this year, September the 19th through October the 1st. And that's at the Murfreesboro uh, Parks page. Yes, it no, is. Homepage. Mm -hmm. Right. What, what is it? MurfreesboroParks.com? It's Murfreesboro TN. I mean, but you've got your own parks, right? You've got your own website, though, don't you? Right, and it's uh, mercerpro.tn.gov/parks, and then our the Facebook page is Mercerpro Parks. Oh, okay, okay. So easy to find those uh, and pictures and just all sorts of things. Uh, those will be there September the first. Is it too late to enter it is, if you're an artist? It is not too late to enter. Uh, you can go to our cultural arts webpage, and they'll walk you through the steps. Now, what kind of art are you looking for? I mean, all 
medias? Or it what? is all medias. It's it's a fine art. Um, it's it's neat show because it's juried. Um, so you know we have paintings of all sorts, pottery, uh, jewelry making, but um, it's it's always really high quality art. Now, will you have any of the entertainment online? Because that's been part of the fun. <laughs> it is. We haven't talked about having the entertainment online, but maybe we can bring it in somehow. Okay. And uh, how about the food? <laughs> <laughs> and then maybe we can set up so a virtual, to-go order. <laughs> virtual. Ca- <laughs> you can. Vir- I like the virtual food. The virtual food. <laughs> you don't gain any right. It's Calorie free. <laughs> So that's September the 19th through October the 1st, and that's on the Murfreesboro website about the Greenway Arts Festival virtual this year. Bingo. Is this virtual bingo? <laughs> uh, well, honestly, we have bingo out at Barfield Crescent Park. Uh, uh-huh. We have a, a really big corporate pavilion with the capacity to hold 300 people. Uh, so we doled that down, allocated spaces for... For people to be properly socially distanced, and they are offering bingo. Our staff at the St. Clair Senior Center, while the Senior Center is closed, obviously that's a very vulnerable population, and we want to protect them uh, to be safe, uh, but the staff is still coming up and doing programs out in the parks. There's several senior programs at Sportscom being offered, uh, the popular sales program and the Zumba Gold are just a couple, and then also... Um, the programming staff are doing games and activities out at Barfield Crescent Park at the large pavilion there so that they're in the shade and uh, they're able to socially distance and be apart. But we understand people need to get together and, and need to socialize during this. So we're trying to provide that safe alternative. So you found, and, and this is important for people to know, you found that if you wear a mask, you social distance, and you're outside, right. pretty right. safe. Right. I mean, you can enjoy being with people, and but social distance. Right, and I think the key is keeping the distance. Uh, you know, they say six feet, ten foot is probably a good rule. Uh, and just keeping your distance from those around is, is probably one of the best ways uh, that we found people are able to stay safe. Uh, of course, they, they encourage wearing masks and, you know, just be aware of your surroundings. I think that's the biggest thing is, is being conscious, wash your hands, things like that. But, you know, the parks are open. We, we understand that uh, people need social interaction. They need physical exercise. They need the wellness that's provided through natural resources, through the, the outdoors. Uh, so Rachel's staff is doing numerous nature programs uh, and Sportscom is open. We have several classes. Uh, we want people to feel comfortable to know that all the equipment is spa- uh, spaced out. That's at Patterson and Sportscom. So exercise equipment is spaced out where you can properly social distance. And we are trying our best to operate and provide those services that we can, but while still make, making sure everyone is safe. And Rachel, with uh, with all of this happening, uh, that must be a, a challenge to you and the rest of the staff members to come up with ideas on how to do this safely. Um, our staff is so creative, and I knew that before this pandemic, but it just highlights how, how creative they are, and they're able to, to get those programs out to the public and do it in a little bit different way, but still being able to provide that, that education experience. 
Yeah, it's interesting. This past weekend, we were at a place where they had a lot of pictures from the 1918s, and the Spanish flu hit Murfreesboro pretty hard. And and some of these pictures were interesting. Uh, obviously, they were really old pictures. They were from 1918. But they were using words like social distancing, and they were using masks. Their masks were not quite as sophisticated as ours. They were gauze stuck on the face and they even had a, a picture of a, a pet somebody's pet dog and they had put a, a gauze on on that face <laughs> too. similar problems to the 1918s but and we were in a similar situation in that we did not have any medicine to cure the spanish flu just as we don't have any medicine yet although we're working on it sounds like uh, in the news to COVID-19, so we may be right there. Right. Um, I've seen some of those pictures, and it was funny because we have a vintage baseball team um, that plays at Oakland's Manor, and uh, the picture that I saw was was from 1918, and they were playing baseball with masks on, and you can see that same thing with the same, you know, clothing and everything (laughs) if you just go to Oakland's. (laughs) Interesting to see those and see how... Things really don't change. Folks. Right. So uh, Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department is here to make your days better. And they do it all the time. I mean, this is not just right now, but you've been doing this for, for years, for decades, uh, all at Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Tell you what let's do. Let's pause for just a moment, check on the traffic and weather, and then we will be back and continue the conversation Our phone number, once again, 615-893-1450. And you can talk or text on that number, 615-893-1450. We'll be right back. This is MTSU President Sidney McPhee. You're listening to WGNS, your local connection to Blue Raider Atlanta. WGNS AM, FM, online. Schedule online, anytime. Getting an appointment with Ascension Care Teams at St. Thomas just got easier with online scheduling. Now you don't have to break away from your day to book the care you need when and where you need it. No matter where you are or what you're up to. Whether you're a new patient or if you've been here before, just pick the appointment that works for you. Schedule online anytime at GetSTHealthCare.com. This is Jen at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts. If you like flowers or hands-on activities, we can hold a class with a group of three or more for reefs, terraniums, berry gardens. If you have something in mind, we'll try to make it happen just for you. Just call us here at Ryan's to set up your class, 615-893-7134. This is Jen at Ryan Flowers Coffee and Gifts, 117 South Academy Street, between East Main Church of Christ and Junior's Foodland. 
We just want to let everyone know that we've provided tours at the Villages of Murfreesboro Senior Living Community. While we know these last months have been challenging for everyone, we feel we've grown closer as a family and we take pride in the safety, support, and care we have been able to provide to our residents during this challenging time. We are pleased to be able to show our community again and would love for you to have a look at what independent living could mean to you. This is Hope Rogers with the Villages of Murfreesboro Senior Living Community, 2550 Willow Oak Trail. Call me at 615-848-3030. Good morning. It's heavy, but it's moving fairly decent. 24 up through the Hickory Hollow area. There's still a lot of traffic right now on 41 coming inbound Murfreesboro Pike. Traffic still not too bad as you head over towards Franklin Williamson County on 840. Just watch your speed. Hey, Dr. Byron Bush, the only Republican candidate for U.S. Senate with a proven record for fighting for conservative values. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We'll see a few scattered showers and thunderstorms here for this afternoon with partial sunshine developing in a high in the low 90s. West winds of 5 to 10 miles per hour. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 75. This is Sean Brown at Tire World on Broad Street. Did you know we specialize in commercial and fleet business? We're equipped to handle all of your company's automotive needs. Download our Tire World app today for free oil changes and electronic coupons. Come by today for all of your automotive needs. Online at tireworld.us. Let me ask you a question. How do you feel about two for $3 Lay's or Cheetos? Well, what about regular M&M's for only a dollar? Ooh, boy. These are just a handful of sweet deals that you can find right now at MAPCO. You'll be surprised how they always have great deals for everyday cravings at MAPCO. And don't forget to download their My Rewards app. It's a mobile app to earn points to use toward items like ice-cold fountain drinks or even fuel. The app is available for both iPhones and Androids. Stop by and save at the local Mapco store. Don't throw away old flags. WGNS retires old glory with respect. Bring those tattered Bibles here, too. We're more than talk. The Parks and Rec folks are going wild this morning. Rachel Singer and Thomas Laird with us this morning. I tell you, Rachel, we had a ball, WGNS and everybody with the Parks and Rec folks, on the 4th of July. That was awesome. Wasn't that great? Every day somebody says something to me about how they really enjoyed that uh, more than earlier ones that uh, somebody yesterday said it just sort of felt like families got together that's all great, over the town. Because that's great, because that's what we were shooting for, you know? And it, it, I think it gave you an opportunity to have a whole lot more people enjoy the fireworks. I agree. I, I mean, I haven't heard one bad thing about it. I just, I, I think it was wonderful. Awesome. Yeah. Looking forward to, hopefully, hopefully you'll repeat that uh, next year. I think I, we'd like to. We have some questions here from listeners. Uh, this one says, is the Barfield Greenway open? It is open. Yes. Okay, and here's another. This is a hundred questions. All a different person says, "I don't know if you can answer this," but uh, here's the question: uh, Can an electric bike with pedal assist, a pedal assist bike, can you use that on the Greenway? You can use that on the Greenway. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you had to. You have all the answers. <laughs> Our number is six one five eight nine three fourteen fifty. 
For those of you with questions, we have about uh, three or four minutes left, so don't wait or we'll be out of time for questions. Uh, These are things that are happening right now at the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, Another listener is asking, this one's about, uh, I love to exercise, I love tennis. Uh, Is the indoor tennis facility open and are lessons available right now? Yes, they are. The tennis facility's been open uh, pretty much throughout. Uh, It's a good sport to be able to to properly social distance. Mm -hmm. So tennis has been going on. We have some excellent professional tennis players, and they can contact the Adams Tennis Complex, uh, go to the website or Facebook page for information on lessons. Uh, One thing that uh, people maybe don't uh, have not heard for a while, we haven't gone over everything that is open uh, there was a period of time that some things were closed. And, and we still have some things closed. Uh, the St. Clair Senior Center is still closed. Uh, now Meals on Wheels is operating, and, and we're doing wellness checks on all of the seniors there. And like I said, the staff is doing programs in other areas of the parks, but the actual facility is closed. But outside of the Senior Center, I think we've, uh, in some kind of modified fashion, opened all of our indoor facilities. So Sportscom, Patterson, the McFadden Community Center, the Adams Tennis Complex, uh, the Wilderness Station at Barfield Park. All of those facilities are open for business with some adjustments, uh, but they're available for people that want to exercise and and, uh, be involved, mainly with the outdoors. There's just a ton of things to do outdoors that you can do safely. A listener is sending us a text saying, I love to swim indoors at the Patterson Pool. I like it because it's cool as opposed to being hot outside, uh, but it's been closed because you've been doing some repairs. Have those been completed? They are close to being finished. Close, okay. Very, so very close, yes. Uh, but we do have an indoor pool at Sportscom that is open. And, uh, but you've just available. redone that or something. Well, we did, uh, we redid some some features every year we try to do some improvements if you haven't been to sportscom uh in the last several months uh we've done a lot of renovations into the lobby area uh we've got new uh, polished concrete floors so if you haven't been into uh, our facilities we're always trying to upgrade and and improve Uh, so you may be surprised if it's been a while so check that out uh for people who are taking the gentle joints in those mm-hmm. programs are they going on and if so are they indoors or outdoors well they're doing a little bit of both uh we have some senior programming that is indoors there um and it, and it really the class size is based on the the space being utilized some some of it we're doing in the gym so we can have bigger classes uh, and then we're also doing some outdoor classes at barfield crescent park uh for those seniors that are earlier in the morning, so while it's cool, but some of those are outdoors too. Uh, if you go to the Senior St. Clair Senior Center uh, Facebook page or check us out on the, the, the website, there's a direct connection, has a full list of all the programs, and it's fairly up to date. It's a virtual copy, so uh, she's able to go in and update that as things are changed. Uh, but there's a, long, a, a pretty big list of offerings for all ages. Okay, so uh, those are some things you can do. Uh, We have about a minute left in our program. Any final thoughts you want to share of activities at Parks and Rec? 
I say just get out into our parks. Uh, fall will be coming up. Weather will be cooler. It's a great time to be outside. Okay, so head over to the one that is nearest you, and there's bound to be one, and you will definitely have a ball at the Murfreesboro Parks and Recreation Department. That's going to pretty well wrap it up for our program today. We want to say thank you for joining us, and a special thank you this morning to Rachel Singer, as well as her co-host, Thomas Laird, <laughs> and don't forget the uh, disc golf tournament this weekend. Saturday morning. Yeah, and it's free to go to see, not to free watch. to participate. Right, yeah. right. All righty. The party continues. Truman's coming up next on WGNS, your good neighbor station.